Hi everyone, I'm Kelsey and welcome back to the Box Officers Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in and please continue to support us by leaving us a star rating and review wherever you're listening to this episode. Watching a bad movie is like witnessing a serious crime, but have no fear, the box officers are here. Today, I am joined by guest co-host Kennedy. She's been here before. Hey, 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 you already know who it is. (laughs) Very unserious personality. And we are going to review a new movie. And at the end of the episode, we will classify the film according to the severity of punishment. Films can be convicted of a felony, a misdemeanor, an infraction, or on the rare occasion found innocent. Now, without further ado, the moment you've all been waiting for, this week we are going to be reviewing the film Barbie. So if you have not watched the movie yet, pause this now and go watch it because you're about to hear a lot of spoilers. Now let's get into the episode. So, Barbie, 2023 American fantasy comedy film directed by Greta Gerwig, and it is based on the Barbie we all know and love, The Fashion Doll by Mattel. And this is the first live action Barbie film after we've had so many computer animated direct-to-video and streaming television films and I love all of those but this was really exciting and so we have a really nice cast we have Margot Robbie Ryan Gosling and we have America Ferreira Kate McKinnon Issa Rae Rhea Perlman Will Ferrell the list goes on and on it is very exciting Um, I'm sure many of you have heard about the simultaneous release with Oppenheimer which led to the Barbenheimer phenomenon on social media, which encouraged a lot of people like myself to go see the films as a double feature. So the movie begins. We have stereotypical Barbie. That's Margot Robbie and a wide range of fellow Barbies. And they're all in Barbie land. And it's a matriarchal society where all the women are confident, self-sufficient and just successful. They are that girl all of them, every girl. And on the other hand, we have the Kins. And they just kind of spend their days doing various activities while the Barbies do like all the quote unquote important jobs, like being lawyers, politicians, doctors, etc. And Ken is only happy when he is with Barbie. And he's feeling her. We all know he wants that to be his girl but Barbie's just kind of like no babe I'm independent we're going for girl power I want to hang out with my friends every night is girls night and during a dance party Barbie is suddenly having these thoughts about mortality and she's like does anyone ever think about dying and everybody's like girl what she wakes up the next day And she's not going through her normal routine. She can't, you know, the typical Barbie foot where it's kind of raised perfectly for heels. It's gone. Her feet are flat. She has cellulite. She's freaking out. So she goes to visit Weird Barbie. And 
Weird Barbie is kind of weird, but she's pretty wise. And she tells her, you know, I know what you need to do. You need to travel to the real world and find the child that's playing with you. And that's kind of how our movie begins. Barbie is going to go to the real world and Ken kind of sneaks into the car and she allows him to join and they start their journey. So I just want to go back to the very beginning. They have this kind of intro to the movie where Margot Robbie is like, well, let me start with there's children, little girls. They're playing on the beach and they're talking about how all the dolls are babies and teaching girls to be mothers. Then comes Barbie and she's an adult and she's a woman and she she is just confident and all the girls start smashing the dolls. I thought that was so good. That was actually one of my favorite scenes in the movie. They started off strong. I mean, yeah, I think it was pretty good. I mean, yeah, it was just all right for me. Like, it was self-explanatory, I feel like. I didn't think that was like a... Um, it just wasn't a wow moment for me. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, I did like... um. The first scene we get with Margot Robbie, who is the perfect Barbie. I'm sorry. I cannot think of a more perfectly cast Barbie. Okay, this is kind of a side note. But did you see, because this has been in planning for years. I want to say maybe two, maybe more. But before, it was three other Barbies before Margot Robbie. First, I want to say Amy Schumer. And then after her, it was Anne Hathaway. And then it was Gal Gadot. So very quick question. Do you have Margot Robbie not been bought in? Who do you think would have been able to pull it off? I think Anne Hathaway, if she let them dye her hair, I think her smile is giving very much Barbie. I can see that. I agree. But maybe not so much because she's better. But like Gal Gadot, I just don't think she has that range. But Anne Hathaway did play Princess Diaries. Um, Like, I just can't see Gal Gadot doing that. I don't think any of us can see Gal Gadot doing it. And that that's a conversation for another time. But I think Margot Robbie was perfectly cast. At first, um... I was one of the people who was like, oh, Ryan Gosling, really? Like, um, I I think there's a lot of guys that can play Ken. And I think it's funny because in its own way, I think I'm playing into the point of the movie where Barbie, Barbie's a doctor, Barbie's an artist, Barbie's a scientist, Barbie's this. And I'm like, Ken could literally be anyone and I wouldn't care. <laughs> Not that I wouldn't care, but that there's so many people that can be Ken, but there's only one barbie even though there's like a lot of barbies they're all different whereas the kins are literally just kinned and i'm like there's so many guys that could have played kin but ryan gosling ended up like stealing the show to be honest but i'll get into that later i would have liked to see ryan reynolds as kin i think he would have ate i think he could have done a good job but ryan gosling was the i think probably actually the best choice because he he ended up caring in terms of like his spirit it was giving kin but I was gonna say before we got off track um I really liked 
the um intro sequence where we're watching her get ready and she goes through her morning routine and she wakes up and it's perfect and she catches the toast and she drinks the milk and she puts her heels the iconic scene where she steps out of her shoes and her feet her heels are still raised that scene it just itches my brain in the best kind of way it was perfect and it showed us i said oh yeah it's giving barbie i said this is why this is why we're here but i'll move on so we arrive at venice beach and they're arrested barbie and ken um because they're you know they're causing trouble antics not intentionally but they're obviously not normals here and this raises a red flag for the Mattel CEO, who is played by Will Ferrell, and he orders everyone to capture Barbie and Ken. Meanwhile, Barbie is tracking down her owner, a tween girl named Sasha, who is criticizing her for encouraging unrealistic beauty standards, and Barbie gets really hurt by this and is going around the city and discovers that Gloria a Mattel employee and Sasha's mother is actually the one behind her existential crisis. So it's really Gloria that began playing with Sasha's Barbie toys while having her own identity crisis. And this accidentally inadvertently transferred to Barbie. And so now Gloria and Sasha rescue Barbie from Mattel's CEO and his little henchman. And they decide that they're going to travel to Barbie land together. Now, while this is happening, Ken is learning about the patriarchal system for the first time. And he's like, oh, I'm that guy. I'm being respected. And it's like the first time this has ever happened to him. And yeah, so let me stop there. I thought it was so fun seeing Ryan Gosling, like when he was doing his mug shots and He's running around town and I didn't obviously I'm not supporting the whole patriarchal system or anything, but I thought it was funny watching him go into that building and it's like, oh, my gosh, look at all these guys on horses. And he has this fur coat and he's really living his best life. It was super cute. And um, I love America Ferreira. She's great. I thought she was a good cast as well. Um and what I really want to talk about that I think stood out from this section was the scene where Barbie is on the she's at the bus stop as she's sitting down and she looks at the woman who we find out, you know, is actually in real life Barbara. So the little girl who inspired her mom to make Barbie, this is Barbara. And I thought it was crazy because I was online and people were trying to talk mess about that scene. I said, do you even know who this woman is? Because without her, there would be no Barbie. And people just were hating on that scene. And I'm like, that scene was the essence of the movie when Barbie looks at her and she realizes she's like, you're beautiful. And this woman, you know, Barbie's never seen like anyone like real, you know, no one aged, no one that isn't a perfect Barbie doll. And she looks at her and she's like, you're beautiful. And the best response, she's like, I know. And they laugh and it was just endearing and it felt real. I agree. I can see that. Um, I think especially when she was going on earlier about cellulite, it's like, 
a bit of character development. Sure, for sure. It's it's giving growth. It's giving growth. Now we have kind of a split because Ken is no longer running up underneath Barbie. He's he said, I'm the man of the show. And he goes to Barbie land and he tells the other kids what he saw and tells them we need to take over because that's what they're doing over there. And the Barbies are put in these submissive roles like maids and housewives and just girlfriends that are overly agreeable. And when Barbie comes back, she tries to convince Ken and the Barbies to return to the way things were, but they're not having it. And she gets super depressed. And ultimately, Gloria gives her this inspirational speech about what it means to be a woman to try to encourage her to fight back. Now, I have some controversial opinions. Some of y'all might be mad at me, but it must be said. And I love America Ferreira. I love um, everything about Barbie and women empowerment. The speech was good, but did the speech need to be that long? Because it, at a certain point, became corny almost. Is that wrong? Um, no, I 1000 trillion percent agree. Um, it was just a little overdone for me. I was like, at a certain point, I was like, okay, girl, we get it. Wrap it up. And then, um, I do. And I I thought that was going to be how it was like when they were grabbing all the girls. So although I think in the movie, she ended up doing like one thing. Or, like, she didn't give the whole speech. She ended up giving, like, a reason or two. But, um, you know what I mean? Like, when she was grabbing them back, I thought she was going to do that speech, like, 50 times over. But she ended up giving one or two reasons, right? I feel like she could have cut some of those out. Like, I just think that whole thing was overdone for me. I agree. I agree. I see what you mean now. So... When she's like pulling them in the van after using the others as a distraction. Yeah, it just it became a bit repetitive. I would have understood if they did it like once just so we can see what the plan was. But they kept doing it over and over and giving us these like random these little random bits of like women empowerment. And I was like, it's almost so straightforward that it loses its momentum. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, I wanted to, like, shrink down in my seat almost. <laughs> yeah, it was just a bit cringe, which I hate because I feel like that's the essence of the movie. And it was a beautiful monologue. I just think uh, we could have tweaked it in terms of the writing. But delivery-wise, I thought America did great. Um, and also, Ryan Gosling, everything he did, he ate. He ate. He ate. The plate is clean. Its crumbs are gone. Um, I just thought he did so well. Um, But yeah, so we have even Margot Robbie. I'll come back to her. She was doing a good job of going through this existential crisis where she has these moments of like empowerment and she has these moments of confidence. And then suddenly she's like depressed and crying and lying on her face on the grass and I, I I thought she did a good job but moving forward so we have Sasha Gloria we have weird Barbie we have Alan some of the other discontinued dolls and the Barbies and they're trying to free themselves from the kins and manipulate them to 
fighting against themselves so that the Barbies can regain their positions of power and keep the Kens from changing the constitution to really encapsulate like male superiority. And so the Barbies also are able to realize the error of their previous societal system. And they decide to make some changes in Barbie land, which include like more equal treatment for the Kens and all the outcast dolls. So Again, controversial opinion. I know that I'm incorrect. I'm not seeking to be correct. I'm just seeking to share what I thought. I agree that they should include the outcast dolls. I do not agree that the Kins needed equal treatment. This is the one, Barbie Land is the one place that we have a non-patriarchal society. Now, I'm not saying the solution is full-on matriarchal society in theory the answer is equality and yes they were right for reaching that conclusion and it just shows that the girls are the bigger people because they really could have just reverted back to how things were before and left it alone but I'm not gonna lie would I have been mad if they just said yeah the girls took their power back and yeah Ken is still just Ken and there's nothing more to him and no Ken doesn't need to be a part of Congress or have any important jobs and Ken can just go back to the beach. I wasn't going to be mad. I wasn't going to be mad. But that's not what this podcast is about. I'm just saying. That's that's where my head was at. Um, I mean, I think so. And while I get, obviously, the point is Barbie land. You know, women are in charge um, and in positions of power. And while there may not have been needed to be an equilibrium, why couldn't there have been, I think, maybe not, such a big divide like I don't know I think in the end it looked like they may have ended up doing this or no Issa Rae who plays the president I think she said they would be in a lower congress or like a second congress you know why why not maybe like make a bigger one no no, I don't want it to be bigger. I don't want the Kins to have more power. She was right to say you can have a lower seat or lower position because no. The whole point of Barbie is that she is everything and he is just Ken. And I think we need to focus on that. But I'm not saying I'm right. I'm aware that the correct answer is equality. I get that. And I don't want any comments about it. I'm just saying I'm just saying my incorrect opinion. And also this low-key goes into my second point of why was Barbie not in love with Ken? Like you can still be an independent woman and have a partner. I agree, but I think we've seen that in like every movie ever where the woman's in love with somebody. And I think it's nice to wear like that's not a part of her identity. And I think she's she has some a soft spot for Ken for sure like she says she likes him but is she in love with him no and it's okay to not be in love with a man and it's okay for the most important thing in your life to be your career and your girlfriends and I I don't want to take that away from her if I wanted to see a woman fall in love with a man I would go watch a rom-com and and I understand that but for the audience Greta was targeting I think that Barbie and Ken is a part of that experience for them. Like, for example, in the Netflix um, cartoon series, you know, Barbie and Ken 
I don't think they were ever a couple, but like they always kind of like each other. And even in that, Barbie was still Barbie. You know, she had the big house. She had all the jobs. She had her stuff together. And in the cartoon series, you can see kind of Ken. I don't know. <laughs> he was he was kind of a clown, kind of. You know, he was always very chaotic and running around. But, you know, we did still see Barbie being Barbie. I guess I can see that because um we did we we did watch that series and um I think that she definitely showed more affection for him in the animated ones and we were still able to have her be independent. He was still running around behind her. So I, I get that point, I suppose. Um but yeah, so Barbie and Ken they end up apologizing to each other and they do acknowledge that they each failed in a way and owed each other an apology. And Ken, you know, starts going through this thing where he's like, I don't have an identity. I don't have a purpose without you, Barbie. And Barbie's like, no, bro, you should go find yourself. Go, you know, have your own identity. And at the same time, though, Barbie is kind of unsure of her own purpose and identity. And so she meets with the spirit of Mattel co-founder and Barbie inventor, Ruth Handler, who explains that Barbie's story has no set ending and that her story is always going to be involving. And Barbie ultimately decides that she wants to become human and return to the real world. And Sometime later, Gloria, her husband, and Sasha take Barbie, who's now going by the name Barbara Handler, to her first gynecological appointment. And that's really the end of the movie. I want to say, I didn't comment on this earlier, but Michael Sarah did a great job as Alan. I, I should have mentioned that earlier. But um, as far as the plot, um, this is where the movie this is where the movie started to go downhill for me because I don't understand why Barbie would want to become human. The whole point is that you're not. And it just, it didn't sit well with me. I didn't understand. And also, weren't the Mattel um, CEOs in his little, you know, round table or whatever? Correct me if I'm wrong, but weren't they trying to keep her in Barbie land? So when she came back, what did they know? Did they like or did they just like give her a free pass to the human world? Or like, I would have liked to know what happened with that. Or, you know, even maybe keep the Mattel guys in like a much smaller role or not even introduced at all. That's a fair point because they didn't they did not uh, revisit that and they should have because that was. Um, a very relevant point and I I like the whole idea of Ruth Handler's spirit being there I get this is like a fantasy movie there's no right or wrong way to go about it but um the whole scene where she's like holding her hand and this like white space and they're going through the flashes of like what a woman goes through in the real world and it just came off very corny and long and unnecessary because I would have liked to see Barbie go back and realize, you know what? I am Barbie and I'm stereotypical Barbie and that's okay. Because I think they were trying to say, oh, it's okay to not be perfect and it's okay to um, 
want to go to the real world and change and find yourself and things. But I wanted to see her find herself and be happy being stereotypical Barbie and understanding her significance to women in the real world and why we need her in Barbie land. And that didn't happen. Like, I already live in the real world. I came to this movie to fantasize about Barbie being Barbie. I like that Barbie's perfect. And I, I'm not saying that women have to be perfect. I understand the whole point was like women don't have to be perfect. And they're allowed to have these existential crises. And you don't have to be Barbie to be a great woman. You know, I get it. But in itself, aren't I perfect because I'm not perfect? Like, I, I, does that make sense? Like, it, I, why does she have to go to the real world to be like, basically a loser human to find herself why can't she just be barbie and be confident like barbie's supposed to be barbie's a role model barbie's the end goal barbie is not who i am today but barbie is who i am today and i think that's the point she she should have stayed a doll is my conclusion um no yeah i totally agree and this goes back to what i said earlier about that target audience i think while this movie had a you know fantastic message and she managed to do that while also having in some comedic timing which is not easy to do so props to her on that but at the same time you know some of us just wanted to see barbie you know be barbie and i think that would have been okay and there were some times where i felt like you know this whole matriarchal patriarchal thing was pushed a little too much Because, you know, once again, you know, Barbie, you know, she's perfect. She's Barbie. And I think that would have been okay, you know, to let's end the movie on a high note. Yeah, I agree. Um, In terms of like some other things related to the film, excellent marketing, of course, costumes, costume designer, Jacqueline Duran, 10 out of 10 costumes. I would have even loved to see even more looks. Um, I wanted to see her in every scene in a new outfit because that's what I would do at home when playing with my Barbies. Um, it was beautifully like the color um, of the the movie. I like the use of color. I like the hue. Um, I don't really have any complaints visually. I thought the set design was good. Um, no, yeah, all of the set designs and the props were so good. Kelsey and I actually had that <laughs> pooping dog. <laughs> and well, that took me back to some good days. But yeah, I loved how in the kitchen that some, or not the kitchen, um, the fridge, that some of the items were decals. And then we also had a Barbie house too. And that's exactly how everything was. Those decals. <laughs> And so I think I do love how she kept some of that true to like, you know, the quote unquote Barbie playhouse. Yeah, I thought a lot of it was really accurate. The research done was really extensive, I'm sure, for the film. I thought they did a good job. And also the narrator, like this... (laughs) This, the lady who created the doll... What I think, what was it? Tax fraud? Tax evasion? One of those. She actually did do that. 
And also when um Barbie, okay, Margot Robbie was on the floor and like, oh, I'm ugly. The narrator was like, well, it was something like, if you're going to say that, Margot Robbie, Robbie is probably the wrong person to get. And I thought that was hilarious because I low-key couldn't take her serious. <laughs> yeah, honestly, the narration was great. Um, I was trying to find who... Oh, Helen Helen Murren was the narrator and she did a she did a good job. That was pretty funny. Um also the soundtrack. We love um What Was I Made For by Billie Eilish. Even Ryan Gosling singing I'm Just Ken. We have some Charlie XCX. We have some Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice, Pink Panthers, Dua Lipa. I mean Carol G, everybody, everybody. Everybody was on the soundtrack. Um, awesome soundtrack. I had a lot of fun listening to that. Um, Sam Smith, Khalid, Lizzo, everybody, everybody was there. Um, but we're not here to talk about the music. We're here to say, what are we going to convict this film of? I am going to say a very, very light infraction i'm not even gonna say if if there were an option for isn't is a speeding ticket an infraction i don't know if there's a step below infraction i would give it an infraction and the only reason i'm gonna say some of it seemed i think they could have gotten across the point of feminism and women empowerment without being so cut dry it almost seemed and again maybe it's because it's meant for a younger i don't know if she was doing that because for it to get across to younger girls, um, it needed to be so cut and dry and clear. But I almost feel like her target audience might have been people our age, slightly older, in which case it didn't need to be spelled out for me like I was an elementary child. I would have still taken away the message of women empowerment and feminism without it being some of those scenes just seemed a bit corny to me and it, if I had to give it a number I'd give it like an 8.4 out of 10 which is really high but um it could be higher um I think I agree or no actually I would give it a ticket a speeding that's not an option can it be one today no okay um the lowest you can go is infraction or or innocent, of course. Um, I I'm going to go infraction just because overall, you know, I think it was a film. It captured real world issues while also like having pockets of, you know, comedic relief in there. So I think that was a good, um, you know, we saw some character development, not too much, um, but one of the things, the plot, there were low key so many, and I feel like some of them weren't fully closed. You know, for example, you know, we said earlier the Mattel guys, and also for me, kind of the mother daughter relationship, Sasha and her mom. Low key, we never really saw them reunite. And low key, what was their issue in the first place? Like, did she just, was she just going through? a teenage phase low-key that wasn't just explained um enough for me 
Um, and yeah, also I'm looking in the same boat, you know, the whole women empowerment thing. I think it was just over explained. Although I did see somewhere that Greta Gerwig was born in like 1980. So I do think she was aiming for the um, older generation or the people who grew up with like the old Barbie or whatever. But I do think it was just over explained to the point at some point it was just corny. So but they came back with all of the details and the soundtrack. That was very good. Like I listened to that in the car. Yeah, I think that it's um a good movie. I do think I the ending is where it kind of fell flat for me, but overall, great movie. Um and I'm really I I will honestly say that when I left as a woman, I felt very empowered and motivated and I felt like I am Barbie. I can go out into the world and be whatever I want to be and still be awesome i i guess where i i i liked at the beginning of the movie that barbie was unapologetically barbie she said i'm barbie i'm smart i'm perfect i'm and and by perfect that doesn't mean no flaws that's not the message i'm projecting perfect means you're perfect in your own way you are perfect how you are right so she's like i'm perfect i'm successful and she had no questions. I would have loved to see that resolution. But yeah. Um, yeah, you guys. Um, overall, go girls. And remember, you are Kenneth. Yes, men. Thank you for tuning in. You are Kenneth. Shout out to Ryan Gosling. We'd love to have you on. Margot Robbie. Actually, the whole cast, Issa Rae, everybody, love you guys. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. And we will see you next time on The Box Officers. Peace.